Friends, this is Pastor James from Crossroads. Today's subject, is my kid going to be okay? This is Pastors on Pop. Hey, it's great to be with you today for Pastors on Pop. I'm here today with my co-host. I'm Denise McAnally, and I work in children's here. All right. So we are glad to be here today. Hey, so uh, Denise, our conversation today is ultimately about, is my kid going to be okay? And Crossroads is in this series right now where we're, we're looking at parenting. And on Pastors on Pop, we're looking at pop culture. And uh, I don't know your observations, but man, it seems like every day there's a new influencer, there's a new TikTok video, there's something going on uh, that I'm usually late to the party, but it affects uh, the world that my kids are living in. What's your experience on that? Absolutely. Well, it's funny that you said that you're late to the party. I too am late to the party. <laughs> and I've been told that I should be watching TikTok and getting, because I'm working with young kids and getting in there and watching. I can't do it. Like yeah. I, I try, it is just ridiculousness. But knowing that our kids are so involved in that and that's really influencing their life, it is important that we know things about it. I don't know if I'd say spend a lot of time on it, but, um, but, <laughs> but I'm, find out the yeah. big things, yeah. <laughs> and I'm and I'm and I'm really kind of freaked out about you know the the influence of Cardi B or a Billie Eilish video or like the a milk crate challenge and uh, seeing my kid in the backyard stacking milk crates to film a video just to post. I mean, so there there's all these things that are going on around us, and yet uh, we're. Uh, trying to parent and raise responsible young people in the midst of it, right? Absolutely. And yeah, and it is, and you know, I have my own experience with that. My son actually jumped off our balcony onto our couch. Um, fast forward, <laughs> we have a new couch um, and he's fine. But yeah, trying to do a TikTok video. And frankly, the video wasn't very cool. So it was a fail all around, but at lose, least he's safe. It was a lose, 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 lose. And um, yeah, so I just feel like, it seems really scary now in the moment, but I think parents have always been dealing with things like this. Yeah. So uh, you and I are here today because like in, in Crossroads culture, we're, we really are the standout parents. I mean, we're kind of the, uh, yeah, we're, we're just heralded as so great at that, right? With right. Yeah, we're the go-to people. People look at our kids <laughs> and they say, wow, I want my kids to be just like theirs. No, 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 not at all. Um, just, we've just done it and it's comforting to know that other people have done it and experienced similar things and really things are changing and it seems more scary now but um you know 40 50 years ago people were listening to records backwards to listen to satan talk to them or something i mean it's always been scary and or in the john moment lennon. or john lennon maybe yeah <laughs> it's always been scary it's just it's always been scary we just have to so you can't hide from the culture you can't hide with with what's going on, you just have to be ready and have some good influences at home. Yeah. And I think that that's where all of us kind of need to land. Yeah. Have, just have your morals, your values and stuff at home and make sure that they're getting to your to your kids and that your kids have a great foundation yeah. as they move forward. So uh, you and I have a student in high school and mm -hmm. and kids in college. So yeah. we have we've navigated for better or for worse, uh, you know, the toddler and preschool and mm -hmm. elementary age. Ooh. So I guess the 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 first question that I, I'd love to hear your heart and kind of talk about is when did you realize the 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 burden or the significance of the role of parents, specifically in how it engaged your kids? Like when uh, when did that hit you? Um. Well. 
coming home from the hospital, right? Like you have this baby and they put you in a car and say, bye, good luck. Yeah. And they've done it to billions of people. It's kind of cruel. It's so it's so strange. And I know I've heard so <laughs> many people talk about it. Everybody's like, you have everything prepared. Yeah. The room is beautiful. The crib is immaculate. Everything, you've got all the clothes and stuff. And then you take this person home and they don't do anything you want them to do. They cry and whatever. And then, you know, outside influences start coming in. Um, I remember, like, I, I kind of rocked being a toddler mom. I was really hands-on in there. I stink now. Like, I, I got worse, progressively worse. I don't know what I'm doing now. But I was in it, right? And I was reading all this stuff. But things come up, and you realize that there are outside influences that come in. Um, I remember one time we were at a Rockies game, and we were very careful. Anybody who knows me from when I was younger knows that I have um, a cuss mouth. I, I don't always use the best words, but growing up with my kids when they were little, never, like seriously, God helped me to just be never, never going to say any bad words. And then, you know, I took pride in that because that was hard challenge for me at first. And <laughs> they didn't know anything. We couldn't even say hate in our house. The, these were just the rules. And one time we were at a um, Rockies game and the people in front of us were cussing and we just didn't really think anything about it until I looked at my two older kids, which were probably in third and first grade, and they were like giggling and snickering. And I thought, how do they even know these are bad words? And then my youngest was still in preschool and she was just oblivious to it. And just that's when I really realized that I don't have control over everything they're gonna hear and do, even though I've tried so hard to make this bubble yeah. and keep them, you know, all of our outside activities were really at the church and focused here. Um, that's when I really realized like, I, this isn't all on me. Like there's a world yeah. out there they're gonna be in. Yeah, and and, and uh, for me, I remember our daughter Emma was in kindergarten and at the time for a kindergartner, I mean, our, our big thing was like is Ariel, like who's better, Ariel or yeah. Belle, mm -hmm. right? And she came home the first week of kindergarten and you know, we were having Oreo cookies and talking about her day and uh, she said, so did you know some boys marry boys and some girls marry girls? And, but, it, it was shocking that how did that yeah. subject come up during kindergarten, kindergarten. where, where you know, does it make sense? Like, Absolutely. like I thought they learned how to hold a pencil and take a nap and eat goldfish crackers, right? Like I thought that was the scope. And yet that, that came up in the course of her day. And for me, it, it, it was shocking because like, Oh my gosh, it's just like, I, I wasn't prepared for it. Well, yeah, you're still thinking, how does a mermaid marry a real man, right? <laughs> with yeah. two legs. You're still on that. And then we're yeah. talking, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. That and, and you can't hide from that. You have to be ready. You have to be prepared to talk about those things. Yeah. And that's why, how you can't escape culture. You can't es escape it and shelter your kids because someday they're going to have to leave the house. Yeah. So uh, looking back on like the, that early stage, like preschool and early elementary, what were, what were some of the big uh, things that you and your husband had to navigate uh, in parenting your kids through their, their emerging culture, their emerging world? Right. We just had to for sure have a strong foundation and, you know, um, make sure that our kids knew the truth. And it was really hard going from only being around more churched people and then go, having them go out into to school um, and hearing the different influences and hearing the different people and how people live differently. But it's, like I said, it's going to happen. So we would just, when they'd come home with questions like that, we'd say, you know what? We are different. We're set aside. Maybe um, I know other pe other parents are so much better about opening up the Bible and, t and turning right to Scripture. We just kind of went off the cuff and we're just talking about you know from the heart and 
we're different and this is what we think in this family and this is how we behave in this family and you know other people do different things than us yeah <laughs> well and and gosh and that makes me think of like like because i i used to be be a, a youth pastor so I was giving parents advice and all this stuff, and you in kids ministry, right? Oh, right. And and it's like, and I vividly remember at, at a recess for my son, and his soccer team won, and he was kind of bragging, and a couple kids like knocked him down and uh, kicked him in the head, oh. like repeat. And it was so it it was like a legit bullying situation, yeah. but it was interesting for me, like with all my Christian biblical knowledge, like I had to navigate bec- how to instruct him absolutely because Turn the other cheek or kick him back right totally absolutely and and uh, for me like the idea of you need to defend yourself and you need to stand up and you know sometimes you need to strike back with with i mean kind of like like male answers to things right 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 and i had to navigate like oh my gosh like what does the bible teach and how do i equip my son in a super complicated situation to go in there without me and navigate this. And right. and it was just like, gosh, it'd be like, I'd rather send him with a two by four. Absolutely. Than, well, than a Bible verse. Does it make sense? Which is funny because I, <laughs> I lean more towards that as well. But I do remember in soccer, I'm um, yelling at my oldest, Emma, saying, nope. And she was like saying mean things to the other kids or they'd get really aggressive. She did have one coach that was all for um, – pushing, shoving, like <laughs> that was encouraged. And I remember being in the stand saying, don't forget you're a Christian first, you're a Christian first. The, the parents were laughing around me, but she was like, yeah. I got it. I got it. Hey, my name is Matt Manning and I am the senior pastor here at Crossroads Church. And hopefully you are loving what you're listening to today. If you are, we would love for you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can leave us a comment. We read all of them. And if you like it, we'd love for you to share this with a friend. Every week we get together as a church to celebrate what God is doing and you can join us every Sunday at 8 30 10 and 11 30 online or in-house let's get back to the podcast I got it <laughs> so so uh, did you have any like like tricks to kind of pull what was really going on in in your kids heart or in their life um like like mine mine was I'm kind of answering the question first but uh m- mine was having cookies after school right and just like so tell me about your day so who did you eat lunch with so what did you talk about in your class and it was so it, it was always like this super casual superficial Abs- yeah. con- but i was totally mining oh oh yeah and we would do that at bedtime um we would do that at bedtime and talk about your day and then during prayers and talk about what happened but that was a little bit more obvious so what i got really good at <laughs> this is a good tip for everybody do carpool <laughs> If you can, if you have the ability to do carpool with your kids, do the carpool. Be the carpool person. Take other kids that are in the neighborhood because your kids might be a little bit um, sheltered and quiet around you and worried about what they're going to say, but the other kids are going to let you know exactly what's going on. That's a and great I found, idea. I found out so much information from carpool. That's dirty. That's fantastic. Well, it, and plus you want to, I mean, you're, you don't want your yeah, you want your kids to have a ride to and from school. <laughs> you want to know who they're with. And I was available, so that I, yeah. That, Plethora of information yeah. at Carpool. Man, that's oh, that's cool. The, the, other, the other biggie for me in elementary, I was the watchdog dad, so I would go on my day off and actually kind of be casual security at the school. Oh, yeah. And... And what was super helpful for me was I noticed in conversations with my kids, certain names would keep coming up, like Julio or right. or right, right. or you know 
Susie, and but I didn't know who they were. And for me to go and like, and not, not, not to pull them aside and be like, hey, get your act together, yeah. <laughs> right? But like for me, like, oh, that's Julio. Yeah. That's, okay. And just seeing them, one, it helped me not see them as an, like, like realize it's an eight-year-old kid, like relax. Right. And even seeing who they are and may, maybe some of their background, it, it, it stirred up empathy in me. Absolutely, 100%. Which, which, which is, is always kind of a struggle because it's like when it's your kid, it's like any anything that's potentially hindering them, like you, you want to be build a firewall and protect them. So for me to realize, uh, Susie's probably a really good girl. I don't know her story. Right. But And how you're looking at Susie in the back, it, like this crazy strung out, like 16-year-old who's really five, right? In the five-year-old's body. You're, and then you go and see Susie, you're like, wait, just a kid. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's another, that's another thing, too. If you can take the time, even if you have to do it on your lunch break, just an hour a week to go volunteer in elementary school, just to volunteer in the classrooms, they need like file folder helpers. You don't even have to work directly with the kids. I like to just be in the room. I know that I, ha I had a very flexible job. I was able to do this. But maybe if you could set aside a, an hour a week yeah, just to be in the exactly. classroom, you, you know who's in there. And then you can also see how your kid reacts to the teacher and how, you know, you're getting the real information there. Yeah. 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 To uh, totally. I mean, I, I, I had kids just read to me. I mean, like they, they oh, needed yeah. adults for kids to read. And like I heard some great stories, mm -hmm. you know, like about like a, a Yeah. A grasshopper and a frog. It was fantastic. Yeah, you wouldn't have known that story <laughs> had you not given that hour a week. <laughs> so as 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 we experienced our kids going from that stage to like uh, like middle school, mm -hmm. high school, um, it wasn't as much fun. Well, and and the school <laughs> the schools don't want you in the like yeah. that was the harshest yeah. part. Like all of a sudden you went from I was there one day a week helping out and then you're in middle school well, they go to cl different classes you don't they don't ask you to help unless it's like a maybe a field trip or something like that you yeah. can go on and then you can get some information but really the school's kind of closed off a little bit to, to there so you have to really work that carpool <laughs> yeah carpool really comes in <laughs> that's how you could get more of your information that was hard and middle school you know you're combining a whole bunch of other schools so you're you're learning more kids' names and and hearing about more, um, you know. Yeah, and and for me, I think what I finally realized is is in middle school and high school, there are going to be other influences Absolutely. in my kids' life, 100%. whether I like it or not. So for me to you know to encourage them toward the voices of people that I trusted, or even participate um, differently, you know. So like a sports teams, like my. My my uh, son has always played baseball, and some of some of our coaches were were really encouraging mm -hmm. and like like I listened to like them talk to kids and I was like man that was rad it was like yeah. I love that and other coaches was like you know throw strikes damn it yeah you know and Absolutely. it was just like well that's probably not gonna <laughs> like, like, oh it's that's not... the problem he yeah. doesn't know that he's supposed to hit the glove right it was You're just right. like. <laughs> But like, but uh, for me to to observe this and realize that man is in his life, absolutely, and and that personality is going to be in his life for the rest of his life, right? Like they have you to learn how remove to remove them out totally because yeah. they're going to be. It's better that they're learning about this kind of personality when you're there to witness it and still steer them towards what is right. You know, hey, the coach is great. Look, he's given up all of his time and he's helping you. But sometimes he says stuff not so nice and. 
you know, there, you're, there's going to be people out there that do the same thing. Exactly. And so you're helping them navigate um, while still having respect for this man who's giving up, who, yeah. you know, is doing something good, but you're letting him know that maybe he's not always yeah. saying what's right. And and part of what I've realized too, especially as a, a youth pastor, is is students, students and and all of us do it, but young people, they're processing information mm -hmm. all the time and they need a safe place just to throw up. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and to get the thoughts out there. So so and it was super easy as a youth pastor and it was honoring because these students would say, I love my parents, but you know, they they're they're freaking out about this movie that I want to see, or they're and all he's doing is processing. Like yeah. like there's things that are going on, and he's not even criticizing it. He just wants to kind of get it out mm -hmm. and to have a safe person that will just listen to them. So and and it's super hard as a parent because in middle school and high school, like uh, you lose equity and IQ points oh, like yeah. instantly. Like it's amazing. They don't even think of you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How out of touch you are all of a sudden just because they're getting older. You don't know anything. Yes, I remember that. That was fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm still kind of there. <laughs> <laughs> but the ability to encourage them towards someone who isn't you, mm -hmm. who is still, who has some of the foundational values and all of that kind of, oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, it, youth pastors, amazing. Um, our, our kids went to Awana, which is now peak here at Crossroads, and, and they had all those people to talk to. And there's a lot of people that are, um, you know, they have volunteers who were older. Maybe the yeah. volunteers were in high school or college, early college. And those are the cool kids, right? Those are the ones that they're listening to. So they would have to say, it's just, you know, you can, you can kind of influence your kids to go to the influencer that you would like to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have just a, a few minutes left. Okay. So uh, let's get practical with with like things that we picked up in the trenches. Uh, so advice or encouragements for parents, um, parents who are walking through this and desperately want their kid to turn out okay, which I think is probably most parents. Um, <laughs> I know for both of us, number one is is community. Oh yeah. So uh, why don't you elaborate Huge. on that? You know, when they were younger, we used to have the play groups and you'd know who, who to be around. You'd have the, lots of that. When you're older, it's more, more like your community group and you're, you bring your kids in. Hopefully they have people who are, um, that are the same age. They have, <laughs> you're with people who have kids that are the same age and you can certainly be around that. Um, then you can discuss what's going on with your kiddos and know that other people are doing it too. Yeah. That it's happening to them as well. Yeah. Um, your neighborhood. Being around your neighbors, huge, because that's who's going to be around your kids, too. So make friends with the parents in your neighborhood, and that's your community. And, um, you know, you don't always get the June Cleaver parents that live by you, but maybe you could be a good influence in their life, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not saying we're going out into the world and we're changing everybody, but if they see that something's a little bit different in the McAnally family, maybe they want to say, oh, well, how's that? How's that different? And influence in that way. Yeah. 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 Well, and and I and I absolutely agree. I like I I think I think having having people that are going through the same stuff oh, who huge. can who can kind of uh, validate that what you're going through is normal or if there's an area that maybe uh, maybe you're just like like uh, driving this point into the ground, like somebody that loves you enough to say Hey, uh, you might just let that go. Yeah, does it make sense? Choose your battles. Yeah. That's what we exactly. hear, right? Exactly. Yeah, your yeah. And uh, for me, it, 
it's always good to have that one friend who's, whose kid is a little worse. Oh, yeah. Because you're always going to have somebody better than your kid and worse than your kid. So you kind of want to, yeah, that would be my advice. Find, find the people with the worst kids so you feel better about yourself. No, I'm kidding. I say that in jest, but it is. It's, it's helpful. Um, and it is good to have that soundboard and, have, and t speak to people who have been through it or are going through it. Because so, you can feel like you're all alone, especially with social media, right? You're watching Facebook and everything's perfect. Yeah. Well, because they're not posting the yucky stuff. Exactly. <laughs> they're never posting. So it is good to have people to talk to and know. It's and just hard. It's always been hard. And the other, the other thing for community for me is, uh, is the ability for people to point you in the direction of, of truth. So like, and, and I think in like for us in a church setting, uh, a lot of people think of go talk to a pastor. Well, uh, pastors are great and, and they, 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 pastors are great as I'm a pastor. Pastors are great. I know. Um, but, Some pastors but, are great. <laughs> but, but really anybody who knows you and loves you can probably give you a breadcrumb towards something that's going to be helpful. So like, like, like if your kid's, you know, dealing with poor grades and you think there might be some ADHD or there might be something going on there. Well, a pastor might not be who you need to talk to. Just a friend who might say, you know what, my, my oldest went through that same thing. We talked to this guy or we found this website or gosh, there's a Ted talk that I watched that totally, right? So, right. I mean, all truth is God's truth. And I think the ability in a community for us to to not just try to uh, parent in isolation, but parent with other people, so we can we can share nuggets of gold with each other. Oh yeah, and but I, you can find such good community groups here at the church too. Like if you volunteer in youth group, then you get to be you have that fellowship yeah. with the parents that are there, yeah. right? So so that's helpful. I mean, I found a lot of friends here. Um, that, that whose kids have been going through the same thing, or they know somebody, right? Yeah. We've got all these yeah. connectors. I know a person. I, I know a guy, and yeah. And and one of my one of my favorite things about community is when other people invest in your kid. I mean, mm -hmm. gosh, it yeah. it it fills me with such joy. Like, especially uh, coaching baseball for years, and I mean, I, I still remember one time my son was out there pitching and. He was having trouble hitting the strike zone or the umpire strike zone was too tight. And between every pitch, I saw him mouthing oh. like the F word, right? Like oh. everybody saw it, right? And he was frustrated and he was, I mean, he's probably 10 years old. Yeah. And he's out there and he's get, he's getting really frustrated. And I'm I'm one of the coaches and I'm just waiting to get out of the inning so I can go walk him up the sideline because mm -hmm. it's because it was yeah. embarrassing. And I was doing yeah. those. And one of the other, it was so great as he walked off the mound, one of the other coaches was like, James, I got this. Oh, so helpful. Oh my, because so you could, st yeah. Because I would have probably damaged the relationship. Well, and you were, you would make it more personal, right? Because totally. Because he's this person who looks like you and came from your family. Yeah, I can't family. get away yeah, from it. You can't, he's going to go home with you. So this was so good. Yeah, that's, that's nice when you have somebody who can step in and, and do that. Or you just make up what he's saying. You can say it's, he's saying something else. Look how he keeps saying, oh, this is fun. Yeah, watermelon. Fun, fun. <laughs> that ain't watermelon. <laughs> exactly. Well, this uh, this has been great. Hey, and for all of our friends out there listening, uh, we really would encourage you to uh, lean into the opportunity to parent in community, to, to not do it in isolation, but... Uh, to pool it with others, it's a heck of a lot more fun, yeah. and there's wisdom and there's strength in unity. Um, 
I think one of your favorite people said it takes a village, right? It takes a village. One of my favorite. No. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> a good village. Um. It takes a good village. That's legit. I'm changing it. Do you think that that's pleasure? Yet? You know. can do whatever you <laughs> want. This that? is our podcast. Okay. All right, friends, thanks for being with us today. Denise, you're amazing. And uh, yeah, good oh, for you. Thanks. All right. We'll see you later. Thanks so much. <laughs>